Zeros. Thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that wants to assure you it's all part of the show. My name's Joe, and I'm here with four of my friends to talk to you about a movie. We've got sequel. The only podcast that looks like a hood ornament. Corey? The only podcast that hasn't had a date since 1932. Love it. <laughs> Frank? The only podcast that would pay to see a man fly. And Matt? The only podcast that might not make an honest buck, but is 100% American. Yeah, that's pretty good. Any runners <laughs> Are any of them close? I didn't have any runners up. Okay. It was hard for me to find a good one in this that I wanted to use. I think it was hard for all of us to find a good one that we wanted to use. I'm surprised Absolutely. there are five. <laughs> five different ones. I guess they have to be different since they, we've they been on it. Because we always say, oh shit, I was going to pick that one. Well, I got here first. That just makes the money pile that much bigger. You yeah, know? Exactly. Like, until we get it. Man, this kitty is huge. It's like DuckTales jump into it. <laughs> Joe is swimming in our <laughs> Scrooge McDuck over here. Forget Patreon, am I right? <laughs> I just need the pile of coins. Gold coins. I don't know where I am anymore. We're going to reaffirm our vow of friendship, Joe. Okay. All right, guys. It's episode 21. You know what that means. I do. Hands in, motherfuckers. Three, two, one. Friendship! <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. Forgot this was a video cast. If you can see our hands. <laughs> uh... So Sequel, it's always been a video cast. Look behind you. <gasps> Hail Hydra. Oh, shit. What a more appropriate movie to use than The Rocketeer. <laughs> Actually, yeah, that's For 3, true. 2, 1 friendship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before we get into talking about The Rocketeer, which is the movie we're doing, by the way, we're going to do some what we've been watching for the week. Let's go to Corey first. I have been watching uh, Planes Land and Take Off because I had a trip to Atlanta, which means that I had to sit in LaGuardia for an unhuman amount of time. Really, it, it should be illegal how long they make you wait for planes to leave LaGuardia. And then on my flight back, I got to watch the presidential debate on the plane, which is kind of nice. Yeah, it was awful. <laughs> she get a Nintendo DS for our, your wait time. Mm, that's a good idea. I need because a 3DS because when, that new game is Yeah, whenever out. I like need to hang out somewhere, a little Zelda action. Yeah, it's mm, Especially because Majora's Mask and Ocarina of Time are on there. And you can become a Goron unicycle in Majora's Mask, Golden. and that's what's up. Someone wasted their recommendation. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Frank, what have you been watching? Um, I watched the first episode of season three for The Flash, and it was pretty good. That's all I watched. I haven't really had time to watch anything. A friend of mine was talking about it with me last night during Monday Night Football, and he said it was good. It was pretty good. Matt? I have been watching Westworld. It's the new show on HBO. I am really enjoying it. I'm about an episode and a half in. It's really meta and weird, and I like it, and it reminds me a lot of Dungeons and Dragons. On a scale of one to ten, how violent is it? Nine. Okay, good. That's violent. <laughs> yeah, no, it's 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 bad. Is it is it Game of Thrones? Yes. Okay, good. With guns. Ooh, that sounds fun. Because it's that a western. Fun. I mean, that sounds awesome. Yeah, it, it's fun. There's no cows in space. And sequel. I started the show uh, Pitch on Fox. Pretty good. It's about the first, uh, it's a fictional show, first female pitcher. I don't know guys saw previews for it. I saw previews for it for months, but Fox isn't really promoting it. It's definitely gonna get cancelled. But, it's on Fox. Check it out for the three or four more episodes it has left before it gets cancelled. It's got a little bit of a Friday Night Lights vibe to it. It's Maybe CW will take it. Speaking Same of it. things that got cancelled, I, uh, heard rumors that Son of Zorn did get cancelled. 
Already? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I heard I heard whispers that it, that it was getting canceled at the end of the season. Because <sighs> they get to finish the season. Yeah, Fox News doesn't wait that long. Unlike Firefly. <laughs> <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Poor one off the homies. Joe, what have you been watching? <laughs> I've been watching Luke Cage, y'all. Uh, I like it. I'm not gonna it? go into detail, but I like it. I'm definitely gonna save it for. So, did you it. watch everything? Uh, before Luke Cage, yes, I've seen okay. everything before Luke Cage. Because I haven't started watching Luke Cage because I haven't watched anything leading up to. Well, not anything. I haven't. Did you watch Daredevil? I watched Daredevil season one. But I have two shows in between that I need to watch before I can watch Luke Cage. Season and two season two of Daredevil. Great. That's what I mean. And Jessica Jones. Jessica Jones. Jones. Oh, right. There's not another one. And then... Iron Fist is coming, though, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then after that, The Defenders. Well, the Punisher, Punisher was the Punisher? first. Yeah. Really? Okay. Before the, the Defenders? 2017. Yeah. It's the year of the Punisher. Yep. <laughs> the year of the skull. Never like Punisher, but whatever. You're out of your mind. Get out. Neither. And that's what we've been watching. Let's get into our movie facts about The Rocketeer. The Rocketeer was made in 1991. Four of us were alive when that happened. Fuck you, Frank. <laughs> what year did it come out? 91. Way to pay attention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Talked about this last week, too. I was too. confused. <laughs> the Rocketeer is directed by Joe Johnston, who actually had a more extensive resume than I assumed. He brought his Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Jumanji, October Sky... Jurassic Park 3, Hidalgo, The Wolfman, and Captain America, The First Avenger. This man has a great track record. Absolutely. He did a great job. What? Good for him. <laughs> I love this guy. Second favorite director. <laughs> What's his name again? <laughs> Second favorite director right after Axel Braun. The First I Avenger, huh? That's kind of interesting. <laughs> he just likes period pieces. Also, Three. cheers, Alex. I'm drinking Evan Williams for you. He doesn't know what that is. Uh, so th- <laughs> I hope he does. I guarantee you he knows what that is. Stop fingering my so, Can you give me some uh, ratings on this movie, Joe? I'd love to after I tell you who it stars and how much movie it made. Yeah, you know, that's actually better. Movie, how, much, movie. how much money it made. That's a better way Words to are hard sometimes, guys. They are. The movie stars Billy Campbell, Jennifer Connelly, Alan Arkin, Timothy Dalton, Paul Sorvino, Terry O'Quinn, Ed Lauder, and John Polito. The budget for the movie was $35 million, <coughs> or $40 million on Wikipedia. One of the two. Both Somewhere between 35 and 40? Yeah. Well, we'll split the difference, 38. Sure. No Just like 1938, where it takes place. Shut up. And the gross, which I could only find domestic, was $46 million. So, just a tiny bit over budget. But you know what, that, 91, I mean... Surprised the budget was that big for 91? It's yeah. true. That was a lot of money, then. Mm-hmm. On to the scores you wanted, Corey. Thank you. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 62%. Fresh. <laughs> Good. Certified or just regular? Regular. Oh, the, oh, there is a grading scale. I thought it was over, over 70, right? Uh, over 70 certified fresh. Yeah, okay, I just learned something today. But over 60 is fresh. Gotcha. The audience agreed pretty much, gave it a 64%. IMDb gave it a 6.4 out of 10. And Metacritic gave it a 62 this is amazing. Those scores are amazingly close. It's a 63 overall. Pretty much. And the user score on Metacritic isn't real because it doesn't have enough ratings. It needs two more to have a user score. Well, sequel. That's going to have a user score after <laughs> Get on there now. Sequel's going to do it. It's Just make, make sure you plug the podcast <laughs> in it multiple times. Check out the episode where we talk about this movie. Yeah, please. Go to ZTHpodcast.com. That's all I have. That's great. Great job, Joe. Thank you. 
So, general thoughts about the Rocketeer. I mean, there was garters. Did we see that? I went there. I'm sorry. <laughs> Moving on. Matt, why don't you finish? <laughs> no, go ahead. Uh, I thought, I mean, I watched this movie when I was a kid, and I loved it when I was a kid. And rewatching it, I was like, oh, shit, this movie is awesome. And uh, I like it because it's a period piece, and it also ties on a lot of actual events and ex- and explains them by using things that happen in the movie. And I liked it. Frank? I kind of wish I saw this as a kid. I feel like I lost a little bit of the magic there. But I I love the time period. I'm a huge um, aviation fan when it comes to that time period because, you know, the supercharger was created for the planes and the fuel uh, the fuel injector and all that stuff. So it's kind of interesting. And jet engines were made by the Germans and all that fun stuff. So it's kind of, like, really interesting to me. It's very intriguing. And just to see, like, this take on, like, a hero was... You know, something good to the eye. A couple boring parts, though. It's, it's gonna it, it, it was slow at times. I mean... Fact. 91, guys. No. no. <laughs> I mean, this was the first Falcon, am I right? <sighs> Nailed it. <laughs> oh, my God. How funny would it be if they put him in that suit for, like, an outtake? Because it's Disney. They have it. It's true. They can do it. That would be amazing. I would love that. Write a letter. Sequel, what did you think? I saw this movie when I was a kid, but the only thing I remembered about it was the look of the Rocketeer. Like I, I couldn't get that out of my head as a, as a youngster. But uh, upon rewatching it, I liked it a lot. Um, I liked the time period. I thought the story worked well. You don't really get movies like this anymore, too. It was just like solid. It was good. Uh, there wasn't really like anything outrageous in it. I liked it. I'd definitely watch it again. And Corey, what about you? I watched it as a kid and loved it, and when I watched it this time around, I think it left something to be desired, if I'm being completely honest with you. I, I don't disagree with the period stuff, because I'm with you guys. I'm a historian by trade, so time pieces are great for me. But there was too much, lo- like, there was too much not happening between when things did to have me actually want to follow the movie. I never stop movies. When I sit down to watch a movie, I'm going to sit down and watch the goddamn movie. This, I stopped four or five times. I watched it over the course of four or five days. I could not sit through it. I did the same thing. Like, it, it, it's different. It's, it's old. It's a nine, it's a early nineties movie. I mean, is it good? Yes, but I think it leaves something to be desired personally. I've also never seen this movie before this time. Um, sequel actually, you said it. Probably the, like, just like I was gonna say it. They don't make this kind of movie anymore, which is a shame, because it's good. For when it was made, like, it doesn't even strike me as, like, an old movie. Like, it looked pretty good, I don't mm-hmm. know. Besides a couple of things, a couple of effects, yeah, it yeah. looks, it looks spot on. Because everything was practical. You, practical doesn't age. If we've learned nothing else. Yeah, yeah. practical effects don't age. Just, just use practical effects as much as you can. Except now. Now CGI is good. <laughs> <laughs> CGI, well, CGI enhanced practical effects are what we should be doing in today's world. Mad Max. Exploding cars, <laughs> and then you add in those gears that you want flying in certain directions. Exactly. Everything chrome. Oh, shiny <laughs> and chrome. <laughs> That's going to do it for our general thoughts. Before we get into talking about the movie, spoiler warning is in effect for this movie that's so old. Older than Frank, some might say. And be right. I would be one of those people. <laughs> and you would be right. <laughs> If you have not seen The Rocketeer and you'd like to see it without knowing what happens, watch it now. 
and then come back. We're still here. Find it on YouTube. That's where I found yep. it. Assuming that's legal. Mm-hmm. Did everybody watch it? Didn't it didn't look that good. Yeah. Yes. I rented it. I paid for it too. It didn't look that good. I kind of wish I watched yeah, it. Yeah, I, I would rather. Have I started. It was a little slow, so it was like <clears throat> all the facial expressions and like the dialogue was a little lagged out. I started it on YouTube, and that light bothered me so much. Yeah. Two minutes in, I'm like, okay. I wonder if I would have actually been able to sit through the whole thing had I actually rented it, but I re- I really did not did not want to rent this movie. Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, it was one of those things. I I'm. I don't have a problem paying for movies most of the time, but this was one. Honestly, when I I figured when I would when I turned it on, I would just remember it because I watched it a lot as a kid. But it didn't come back to me, so I couldn't just rely on what I remember. Like I couldn't. It's forgettable, which is sad. Which is why I don't think they <laughs> wanted to either a make a sequel or try to reboot it. Ron, can you make a sequel to this? I mean, uh, he it, gave him he gave him the plans to the. The, the pack. So in theory, you could have a sequel. Because it's one graphic novel, right? I don't believe there's a series of comics. Like, no, no, but, the, but, the, but like rocket packs mm-hmm. and things of that nature have existed forever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, I, not forever, but but in pulp fiction and in and in sci-fi of the of the era, everyone had rocket packs. So yeah, you could do it again. Well, I mean, considering the year that it is currently, we should all have rocket packs. Thanks, Back to the Future. I wish. Anyway. (laughs) Alright, so the plot of this movie, tell me if this reminds you of anything. You got an older guy and a younger guy that have this weird sort of relationship. Maybe they're related, maybe they're not. They have a piece of technology that they use, and it kind of screws everything up, but then they use it to save the day. Does this remind you of anything? Back to the Future. Exactly. This is another Back to the Future movie without the time travel. It's the same exact story. Yeah. Especially when he says, and I quote, we're gonna give up that thing to the feds when you're done with it. I was like, oh my god! He's just like Doc. (laughs) I don't actually have a, I don't have an argument there. It's the same. No, I mean. It's not a bad thing. No, it's just a trope. Well, that's the very specific trope. Yes. Like showed by two movies. <laughs> <laughs> you could make you could make a very loose argument that the first Star Wars movie has a similar. Oh no, that's that. exactly it. It's got a very similar trope. Mm. A piece of technology nobody has. Obi Wan and Luke having this weird relationship. Yeah, have they weird what is relationship? Piece of technology. It's the lightsaber. Uh. Darth Vader has one, but that's why. But, but he's Darth one. Vader. He's yeah. a big bad dog. I, I was going to say that like nobody has the Death Star. Wrong the Death Star Wrong movie. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't want to get into it. We'll save that one. I'm just. No, I, it, I'm not saying it's the same. I'm saying it's similar. No, it's a trope in literature. The old man teaching the young guy about something that only he knows about, and then them doing the thing to do the thing, and then this is evil. Let's get rid of it. And then sometimes the old man dies. So the giver. Yeah. I definitely like the older guy. I thought him as a supporting character really worked. He. You know, lightened up the mood a little bit. Yeah, Alan Arkin played him. He did a good job. And this is a role totally different than what Alan Arkin plays now. Alan Alan Arkin's a crotchety, old, dry <laughs> humor guy now, and this was this True. wholesome grandpa figure. Total 180. Mm. I mean, there was some dry humor in PV. Yeah. Yeah, but not... I mean, if you've seen Little Miss Sunshine... Uh, oh, man. <laughs> he's, the, he's the grandpa. Little Miss Sunshine yeah. is great. <laughs> It is great. 
You know what? You're right. That is him. I thought the main actor, Billy Campbell, mm-hmm. I'm surprised he didn't have a bigger career. I thought if this movie did better, he probably could have played like the prototypical Disney hero in a bunch of their movies. I'm, I thought he did a good job. He has the look. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm kind of surprised. Very he he can get us. The only other movie I even remember him in is um the movie Enough, starring Jennifer Lopez. He's the abusive husband. Is he really? Yeah, that movie came out like... 15 years later, roughly. That's 2005. Does he look the same? Sounds right. I, yeah, I mean. No. Good. He does not look the same. <laughs> no. I feel like he's in other things. He might be, but nothing I, like major. Yeah, it's yeah. nothing major. I went no, to this no, filmography no, no. too. That's sad. The yeah, only, the only person in this movie who actually has a, a fairly extensive career is Jennifer Connelly. Mm. But, and even her, she's only got a couple of things. I would say three of the actors have pretty extensive careers. Alan Arkin has an extensive Okay, career. yeah. And uh, Timothy Dalton. Oh, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Is that the, the, that's the bad guy? Yes. Neville? Okay. Yeah. And he plays that's a what, villain way better than he plays a hero. Yes. Because if you've seen the 80s James Bond movies, he's not very good. They're probably the worst of the series. <laughs> but if you've seen Hot Fuzz, he's amazing. Yeah. And he kind of had a little bit of like a Hot Fuzz take, mm. I thought, in this movie. He found his role. Exactly. I don't know. I I could have saw like um Harrison Ford play his part. Not in ninety one. Like Harrison Ford like five, ten years ago maybe. Maybe. He had like the look. I, I mean like I think that at that point we're arguing semantics, but like young Harrison Ford playing that like or younger Harrison Ford. I don't know. He was like doing Let's get the gravitas. Patriot games. I think you can do it. Yeah. Get off my plane. Fugitive. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Get off my plane. That's uh, Air Force One, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wish he was president. I like Timothy Dalton. I want him to say. Bring a lot to the table tonight, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my my all my things are, are actually grapes, honestly. Go through it. Do it. Um, I think that this movie would have been... Or, or would have benefited from taking its own advice. You know, act, but not like you're acting, but you're acting, but act. Solid. Like, this movie is either acted the way it's acted specifically because it's supposed to be taking place when it's supposed to be taking place, or this movie is just terribly acted, and I'm not sure which way it goes. It's incredibly corny. I give you that. I think that's the direction they chose for the time period, but it's consistent. It is consistent. Everybody's like that. So yeah. I think that's a style choice. It's not, no one can act, I yeah. think. No, no, I don't, but that's the thing, like, I know, at, at the very least, the three people that we know have good careers, we know they can act. It, it's just, for me, and I guess it's it's because we live in an age now where acting is at its peak, you know, we, every new movie that's come out so far, we can't say enough about how well it's acted. So going back and trying to watch something that's this old, it's, it's rough, it's rough to watch sometimes. I thought it was well acted. I liked it. There were certain parts that I was just like, oh man, I can't do that. Yeah. I can't get behind that. You know what I mean? And then I could see what you're saying. You know, I, I thought the villain was a good character. I thought that the guy played a great part. He was an actor playing an actor. Exactly. Who was the villain. <laughs> So I could see both sides. So he was also layers. a Nazi. He was a Nazi. And a Nazi. There were two two okay. scenes that are poorly acted, but I think that's, again, that's more poor choices by the director. Um, just lazy filmmaking. 
like the introduction of Howard Hughes. If you've seen the movie before and you know a little bit about history, you know that's Howard Hughes right away. But if you're watching it for the first time or you have no idea who that guy is, he literally almost looks at the camera and says, tell him Howard Hughes sent you. That's a terrible way to introduce the character. He's literally saying his own name. Didn't care for that at all. And there's I enjoyed a... it. <laughs> it does fit with the corny aspect of it, but I thought that was a little too over it's the top. A kid's, it's a kid's movie. Okay. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, that's... But, like, if you're a kid, you give a crap about Howard Hughes. No, you don't. But I think that, like, when you guys were talking about how it's boring and how it had a lot of lulls, I was trying to think about, like, if you were watching this movie as a kid, and since I was the only person at this table who could have written a comprehensive book report when this, you know, movie came out... The Cat in the Hat by Meg. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, you got to think about what when, when you're doing. You got toys, you got a movie playing... You're going to be like, this part's boring, play with the toys. And then you're going to hear, like, the rocket golf, and then you're going to sit there and be like, yeah, rocket, ba-. and then it's I mean, going to get boring again, and you're going to... I basically did that as an adult. I had my phone Frank, out I'm during not the surprised. lulls, and then... I am absolutely not surprised. I had my phone out during the lulls of the fucking movie, and then when, you know, the rocket sparked up, I was like, I'm all about this. You know what? The, the scene with the plane, uh, he's saving the guy from the plane, I fucking love that scene. It's probably, like, one of my favorite scenes of all time, actually. Because I felt like, you know, a five-year-old kid watching it again. So it was it was really cool. Back to that line, though. Tell him Howard Hughes sent you. I mean, that's... <laughs> bringing it back. That's not for the kids. That's for the parents watching with the kids. And that's to support choice. It could show a, a plaque or a sign on the... On the Desk, a nameplate saying mm-hmm. Howard Hughes. Right. And then you, that catches your eye like, oh, okay, I'm gonna pay more attention to the scene now because I want, I know who this guy right. is and I know what he's all about. This is a blazy filmmaking. Okay. Yeah. It was more of like, hey, this is mm-hmm. Howard Hughes, you fucking idiot. <laughs> right, yeah, well, that's lazy. I know. <laughs> Kinda like Mark. <laughs> if yours relates to that, you can go. Yeah, mine does relate to that. That actually, in my opinion, actually goes back to a, a trope that you see in a lot of kids' movies because they make these kids' movies knowing that the parents are going to inevitably have to watch it. Shrek 2, yeah, Shrek 2, the muffin, the um, gingerbread man, like, goes giant and starts, like, destroying the town. He stomps on a Starbucks, and all the people run out of that Starbucks across the streets to another Starbucks. That's not for kids. That's for adults. It's just something they do in movies. Sometimes they make it obvious, and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they make it kind of clever. That's clever. The Rocketeer was obvious and lazy. (laughs) I just want to say that is a terrible endorsement of the movie, saying that it exists only for kids to look at the screen when the rocket happens. <laughs> There's another scene where... Oh, yeah, what's the other one? The other one with um, <laughs> Timothy Dalton's character. I forgot his name in the movie. Sinclair. Sinclair. He's talking to Paul Zervino, the mobster, about apprehending the jetpack. And he... you're. I'm thinking in my head... Why does he want the jetpack? And as Paul Servino's leaving the room, he goes, what's a movie star I want with a jetpack anyway? Just throwing it right back in my face. <laughs> and you hate that scene? I don't, yeah, I don't care for it. Come up with something creative. <laughs> it's like literally what you thought. It's verbatim what I thought. <laughs> that was one of the only parts of the movie where, like... They nailed it. Yeah, that, that's one of the ones I have zero problem with. I want a discovery of why he wants to jet, like, you know, like... Wait! Yeah. We still have to wait. We still don't know why the movie star wants the jetpack. <sighs> we gotta wait till the last five minutes of the fucking movie to find out why. Sure. <laughs> fifteen minutes. Yeah, fifteen minutes. 
My favorite character, the un- unsung hero of this movie, is the real-life Watto, um, also known as the pawn shop guy from The Crow. Easily the funniest person in this movie, and I love it. Every time he's in the screen, I'm like, <laughs> what an asshole. I love it. I love the asshole. Am I, I hate him for that exact reason. Shoot on me. What's that? I hate him for that exact reason. Oh, my God. <laughs> the minute that he tells, like, they're trying to evacuate because people are about to die, he's like, no, don't let them leave. Money. They already got. They already, already paid. Like it don't make any sense. No refunds. If they die, they can't pay you more money in the future. <laughs> exactly, and then they'll shut you down. And then, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but right. he's totally the real life Wada. The suspense of that scene though was so good. No, that scene was great. I agree with you. That scene was awesome. I just think he's awesome in it. I also want to say the real unsung hero is Malcolm. For dressing up like a clown and going up in the plane trying to save the day. <laughs> As a drunk As who a hasn't drunk. been behind the stick of a plane years. in, no, 25 years. Almost 15. Almost 15. Which yeah. is insane to think about. Like, holy crap. It's like, were planes around 25 minute. years before this movie came out? World War One. Yeah, yeah, World War One. 19... Oh, uh, yeah, 13? I guess so. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was shot down by the Red Baron. Carburetor planes, huh? Missy Snoopy. <laughs> Pouring one out with can't do, can't do barrel rolls on those. No. Not yet. Just load the engine. It's insane to think of a world where they have people racing planes. That sounds so fun. It does sound so fun. But I don't like think to about fly, it, it's like, but like, it's like hey, fun. I built this plane. Let's go race it in the valley. Sure, let's also shoot some womp rats. Am I right? That's what I was just going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm but you sure. know what I'm saying? That kind of shit don't happen anymore. <laughs> all the time, like, people can't even race cars anymore that they build in their backyards. They can. Yeah, they can. You just got to bring it to the track. Every or you can do it on the road and get pulled over. Right, exactly. But it's illegal on the road, and the tracks are disappearing. Yeah, well, because here they are. It's people bitch about it. That's Go to a NASCAR. But they place. have. Don't they have plane tracks races here? I've never like heard show? of a plane race. Plane shows, yes. I'm sure they do. Races. Like races. I've seen the races at plane shows. I've also seen legit jet races where a jet car and an actual jet have to race each other. That's a lot I've of fun. I've never seen that. That's so much fun to watch. I mean, I've seen the movie planes never race in that. I've seen Top Gun. I've seen the movie planes <laughs> God damn they it. have a race in that. Sequel's done for the day. <laughs> Good night. Drop the mic. Don't do it. They don't race in Top Gun, Frank. Shut up. I know, I'm kidding. <laughs> they played volleyball. You see, oh, we were in tower. inverted. We were inverted. <laughs> I was looking at the Ghost Rider to Tower, permission to do a flyby. Negative Ghost Rider, pattern is full. <laughs> Dang it, Maverick! Let's see this over time. I should get you a segue for Christmas. Oh! As long as I can dress it like a Roman chariot. I also like the scene where he's like pretending to be the waiter during a restaurant. Mm. In the restaurant. Go ahead, Corey. Chew my ass. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> Okay, I don't have a problem with him flying to go save the girl. I don't have a problem with him dressing up to be the waiter. Why does he then be the waiter and say nothing? Doesn't try to get her attention? Pretends like he's not there, like she doesn't know him. Like, oh. The attention was missing the bowl. Pay attention, I spilt it on the table. You fucking... Oh, no. But she didn't notice him. Mm-hmm. It was for not, was it not? She noticed him after she... Yeah. It was the note part that was important. Yeah. yeah. He put the note in there. Also, he's very curious about what they're talking about, considering someone's on a date with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. His fine-ass girlfriend. She could get it. Oh, my God. There it is. He <sighs> can get it. Sorry, Alex. They all can get it. They all can get it. Yeah. get it. Yeah. I, 
He hasn't had a date since 1932. <laughs> oh, man. Poor PB. After a girl like Mary Frances or... What was her name? Some old-timey woman. Yeah. I'm going to ask you the, a question for the table. Would the feds really shoot up a house like that? Yes. 38? I, I don't know. Probably. Like, look... Okay, they got look, neighbors, bro. Dude, look dude, at today. neighbors. Look at today. You don't think that in 1938 they'd shoot they'd up a house? They'd raid the house and go in. No. If they well, were... Sh- mm, not if, it was a mo- not if it was Frankenstein's monster. They didn't know that. By the way, who's that guy? They thought it was the two guys. Oh, we're going to get to that. Yeah, good. But Fuck no. that guy. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. Someone in the house started shooting at them first, so they just opened fire. It was the only it wasn't. Guy. It wasn't like, okay, we're going to fucking Yeah, but look at how close the houses were together. It just doesn't make sense. The houses weren't. I mean, they were pretty close. I thought they were. I thought it was on a farm. Yeah, I didn't remember seeing another house. Yeah, I don't remember seeing another house. As soon as they left through the back door, there was a house. True. And in 1938, I don't think reporters are going to like report. Oh, Fed shoot innocent. Also, I thought that everybody that played a federal agent was pretty terrible in this. Well, they were the bad guys. I feel like the yeah the cops seemed really sinister in this movie. In the beginning of the movie, like when they're chasing the criminals that stole the jetpack, they seem like the bad guys. And I'm like, what is this? What am I in for? That was. Tricky for me, I didn't know who to root for here. Yeah. I thought the guys that stole the jetpack did a good thing. Like, keeping out they of the They were Robin Hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the, one of the big problems with this movie is that it's busy. It's busy like that. There, there's so many, there's so many bad guys. Like, you have the feds who are the bad guys, but could be the good guys. Then you have the mobsters that are going after it. Then you have Frankenstein, Frankenstein's monster They're going after the Nazis. it. Nazis. Then you have Sinclair, who's actually a Nazi, who's undermining, who's undermining the Italian mafia. Who now is shooting up the fed? Like what? It's just such a busy. But then, at the end, bring America together. It all comes together. America versus, versus the Nazis. Nazis and a giant man. Fuck yeah! Well, he was a Nazi. I, I don't think he was a Nazi. He, he was, was a Nazi hired supporter. by Sinclair. Well, no, he was a Nazi supporter, just like Sinclair. And if I, I actually myself you have, don't come back for me. I assume Sinclair was a Nazi plane. Like he was a Nazi. A supporter, whatever. It's the same thing. He's he's supporting the Nazis. He likes the Nazis, whatever it is. It's not like he's brainwashed by the Nazis. He just likes Nazis because he is one. Because he is exactly the henchman. Because I don't know his name. Frankenstein's monster. I don't know that he has one. What the hell? Like, why does he look that way? I guess that's probably true of the source material. But like, that's what you think about leaving that movie. Is a the rocket was cool. B what the hell was that guy? He was a golem. <laughs> and he, he he killed people by folding them in half. Sometimes he shot them. But true, but like, he folded two guys in half. Or he folded one guy in half and attempted to fold another person in half. Like, what is that? I don't know. You're absolutely right. <laughs> I actually got to a point watching that guy run around, and I was like, this is just a James Bond movie that's not a James Bond movie. You have James Sin- Bond in it. That's why you have Timothy Dalton. It all makes but sense. Sinclair is like, the James Bond, like, mastermind villain. And then you got the henchman guy, who's Frankenstein's monster. Like, what's it, uh, what's the... Jaws. Yeah, yeah. Same guy. <laughs> Except they don't have, the one doesn't have, like, silver teeth and bites things in half. Fucking weird. Not that we got to see anyway. Yeah. His dialogue is great, though. Where is it? That's pretty much all he said. <laughs> I hope he got paid good money. Probably did. You might not even real guys. Could have been a robot the whole time. Mm, Nobody looks like that. Ninety-one. <laughs> Director was ahead of his time. I guess clearly, he knows what he's doing. He knows what's up. So this movie, 
I'm going to jump around. This movie has a classic old movie feel to it because it's full of fall gags and people getting bopped on the head. Yes. I wrote that down. <laughs> That's how everyone is incapacitated in this movie. Dang. Someone smashes something on their head. You actually hear, That's like, true. the pan ding off of one of the, like, Italian mob, mob, mafiosos' heads. And then Sinclair gets whopped in the head with a... Vase. A vase. Which she deserved. <sighs> there too. Chloroform. Chloroform, yeah, that makes a weird appearance. <laughs> you can, can I jump into that one now? Yeah, go ahead. Sure. Okay, he chloroforms her, she wakes up, and then he goes back to trying to seduce her again? What, why? What? He only has two modes. It's seducing and chloroforming. <laughs> if he's not doing one, he has to be doing the other. He sounds like Joe my is, Friday. Joe is absolutely not wrong. <laughs> I suppose, but I had like, I was just like, that's ridiculous. And then she was like, I, you know, she was playing into it, like, in retrospect. But as soon as it happened, I was like, why? Why are you falling for this? You just got chloroformed. Oh, she's grabbing the vase. All right. All right, that makes sense. Can you come help me with this? I love that thing. Can you help me with this? Thing? That scene has my favorite line in the whole movie, where she's like, just did a scene with whatever Sinclair. After she's not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, man. She should have been the leading actress in that movie, probably. She should have. She's pretty good. <laughs> Especially since she's always what the director's niece was. Oh, if you would drink of my lips so deeply. I was like, wow. Because that's the thing. They took, been there. They, took, they took a movie that's already being overacted to an extent and then put a movie scene in it. So you have to then overact to the already overacting. That's the best scene in the movie. The most oh well-acted scene in the movie. Because she overacts perfectly. She does. Oh, God. On some level, that's sadly <laughs> true. <laughs> so meta. Since we're talking about that scene, do we think Sinclair stabs that guy on purpose, or do we think it's an accident of the fact that there's an accident on set? No, he definitely shanked Because that he's a douche. We all know that now. Mm-hmm. I knew it as soon as he came on the fucking screen. So well, he stabbed him for the sake of, for the sake of stabbing him. Like yeah, not, yeah, there's no motive behind it. He's like, I really watch the world burn. Stab this guy, mm-hmm. Shank. My doctor will be waiting for you. Bring around my car. I wonder if there was a doctor, or if they just harvested his organs. Yeah, 1938, exactly. And <laughs> they fed him to did. the ghouls out back. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> fed him to Frankenstein's monster. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I was nervous about how what the rocket <laughs> scenes were going to look like, and I thought they looked pretty damn cool. Like, even when it's in the distance flying around like a fireball. I didn't mm-hmm. like, what? I didn't like the flame. But, like, that's what you do back in 91, and I, it's... That's what you do back in 38. That, too. <laughs> right on both levels. Yeah. I no, mean, I liked it. It reminded me, again, Back to the Future type graphics when, like, the car, like, comes in and out. I, I definitely agree with you on that. I actually... One one of the biggest saving graces of this movie for me is, well, the Rocketeer. Like all those Rocketeer scenes are great. Um, even like the like the main flight scene, like after he saves the clown, and then just starts kind of flying through the clouds. That looks really good. Yeah, that was a good scene. That like just visually, that looks surprisingly good for ninety one. Yeah, it's Disney. Got Disney budget. They got Disney money. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It's amazing what a simple green screen can do. Am I right? Yeah. 
Although you saw the green screen after the Hindenburg blew up. And he died with the rocket blowing up. I was like... This is the scene that aged. Ooh. Yeah, oh, when he's got to fly yeah. by the jetpack. Yeah, I was like, yeah. ooh, there he is. There it is. That was like garbage. Ouch. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he blew up the land part of Hollywood. Is that a real thing? Yes. I didn't know it that. It used to be Hollywood land. And it actually said land on the sign? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's cool. What really happened to the land? Um, exactly was it what a, happened in the movie. Was I think it was an earthquake. It's a time Yeah. It was an earthquake. But... It also explained the Hindenburg explosion, which is also cool. Yeah, that Hindenburg came out of nowhere, too. Right? Nobody saw that entering the country. Then, I just yeah. knew it was going to happen because <laughs> of the time. Did it come up on radar? <laughs> I mean, we can well, spot Sarah. shit from, like... I don't think there was a radar. I had radar. 1938. Did they not have radar? And even if they did, it wouldn't have been... But even if they did, it wouldn't have been like like we have today with them. They would have fucking heard it. People would be out of their house like, what the hell is that? The thing flies really high. Yeah, it does, but it's also loud as fuck. Disagree respectfully. Okay. <laughs> it's Nazi technology. Yeah, stealthy. <laughs> you hear the rocketeer a mile away. Yeah. It's got one engine, two. This is two engines. Two engines for more power. <laughs> so for the history guys here, sure. I know what year the U.S. entered World War II. Mm-hmm. 1941. Yes, when did World War II actually start? 38, I thought. Yeah, I think 38, too. So it was three years of action before yeah, the US got involved. Because, because the only reason we got involved is because uh, England Harvard. was getting its ass kicked, and they were kind of like, hey! And that whole Pearl Harbor thing. Right, right. The Pearl, <laughs> so the Pearl Harbor was the spark, but we were helping England for years. No, I, I would I would make a, a stronger argument that says the Lusitania. Oh, Lusitania was World we War I. We were sorry. flying to England wrong, before. Wrong, wrong. I'm getting, before, I'm getting uh, confused. Pearl Harbor. Right, but we didn't have, like, U.S. involvement. Like, mm-hmm. we didn't declare. Technically, yeah, we, we, were sending, we were sending stuff to England, though. We were like, yeah, well, hey. our pilots were flying out of England, too. Right. Hmm. Technically not, but you're right. Also, at the same time. Open declaration of war happened in 48. December 7th. Yeah. Was it December 7th or 8th? I was wondering if it was, December like, 7th, the next day. December 7th, a day which will live... In right. Well, that's seventh when the attack happened. Infamy. I wonder if like Roosevelt slept on it. I was like, yeah, all right. No, he definitely, he definitely decided that. We're was in. The day. <laughs> we're in. We're doing it. I mean, he was. He was there. He knew about it though. I mean, we were already doing it because the Zuckerberg note, uh, the Zuckerman note. Yeah. And there was we a bunch in. of shit that was literally just like the the straw that broke the camel's back. What does the Rocketeer fit in this? World War Two. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved to see him. It's on the outskirts. I, honestly, pictures, this has a lot pictures of, to, of him with. This like is a, a little bit similar to to Hellboy in the sense that this is another random technology slash option that we were taking in World War II. You had the Thule Society and the BPRD being that kind of weird occult side of World War II, and then this was the random like crazy technology. People have science. rockets now. It's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah, but they were personal rockets, which was crazy. Well, like that person. video that they showed of the Nazis, like. Hello, we are flying. <laughs> we are all Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> not cool for... They didn't know not, Boba not Fett. Not cool for... Maybe they did. Speaking of those videos, the, um, like, propaganda video that they showed, did that... Was that reminiscent of anything else that we've done here in the podcast? Definitely Captain America. 
feel like he's trying to gun at something, but I don't know what it is because I finished this bourbon already. Batman versus Superman. <laughs> it looks the crow so much like the uh, yellow jacket propaganda video. Oh yes, it looks super super similar. Yeah, that's very true. Where like it's just a bunch of like guys running in like a line, like in nice lines, and then they just kind of and fly away. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Good call. Mm. Such good points. Because I think that that's kind of one of the cool things about doing old movies like this is that you you can find things that filmmakers like pull. Like I could see the guy, the guys that did it, man, being like, "Oh, remember that propaganda video from mm-hmm. Rocketeer? That would kind of be a cool way to like shoot this." Right. They had a little influence. Yeah, just seeing like the influences from. You can listen to that episode on iTunes. ZTH. Podcast? Zero's Talking Heroes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> Can we agree Anybody that they got gripes? Aside from the ones we've done. I think the technology, I don't get the hype over it. I think it's an impractical way to fight a war with that. With I, would, the, I would take ten guys on a ship with guns shooting at the jetpacks than uh, people in jetpacks. I would around. rather people in jetpacks. You assume that I it's mean, like people... saying the Falcon's useless. No. Well, like, if in today's time with, like, Iron Man and the Falcon, they, they got better... A gun's a gun. But they got better use of, like, their technology, you well, know? Well, did they this create a, the heat-seeking rocket in World War Two? No. So that would be ineffective. I mean, them. a sniper on that jetpack blowed up. Boom. <laughs> for the time, to- they didn't... For the time, they didn't have, like, ship ships, right? They barely, they had, air, no, like, no, no, the no, no, first no. airplanes. No, they had ships. They had big really? ships. I have a model, the Bismarck. I don't know things. <laughs> it's bigger than... <laughs> I was about to say. I mean, the B-52. Yeah. Ooh, the Flying Fortress. Yeah. But what you would assume is that these things aren't meant for actual air-to-air combat. If only one side has the rockets, then you just fly over, like, a ground zone, and, like, you got, like, the actual army on the ground, like, engaging from the front, mm-hmm. and then you just have these rockets kind of yeah, flying they, over. They, they are and if the, you can't shoot a gun, you just, like, drop grenades. They are the alternative to paratroopers in the sense that paratroopers need to be released from a plane, which can be shot down by flat guns. The Rocketeers, in theory, can't because A, they're too small, and B, they're too quick. Mm-hmm. So they're going to zip, 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 zip over the flat guns and be behind enemy lines, neutralizing the flat guns, and then you drop in the parachute. It's a commando unit. We have to think, the jet engine was so new then, it was the fastest thing that they had. You have to put that into Just put it in neutral. That was awesome. That part was cool. <laughs> yeah, that was a good part. Ah, just steer. <laughs> he was like this. Ah. How fast do you think they were going? Uh, Vin fast, fast fucking enough. Vin <laughs> Diesel fast. A quarter mile at a time. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to watch that movie for this. We no. will. What? Nope. Damn it. I vote for it. <laughs> Kidding, I don't. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. <laughs> so my last big gripe is the gun plays way too big of a role in this. A little bit of gum. It's a balance thing. Oh, the gum. I thought you said the gun. No, no, like, the gum. Yeah, the, gun. the gum. Yeah. Because he takes the gum out of his mouth and says, good luck! And then it becomes crucial because that's what patches up the jet. Uh-huh. The jet pack. Right. And then it becomes crucial because that what's, that's what blows up Sinclair. I don't understand why you have a problem with this. Yeah, no, I, I don't just, either. I I just, just, fit because that gum would blow out of that hole. Almost immediately. Again, kids movie. I, know. I mean, chewing gum... Was vastly different in 1938. Pepsin gum? Oh yeah, I forgot. Oh my god, I don't know. It was practically chewing time, two minutes, and glue. It was just the fuel tank. It hadn't, you know. Yeah, but you got pressure going to the igniter, and then 
It would blow out, though. Think of all the fuel that's compressed into that little tank. Yeah. Frank's with me. Frank understands what my problem is. It was still cute, though. It is cute. It was cute. I'm not saying it isn't cute. I'm saying it's... Here, take my condom No, it's impractical. You're right. It's like... it's what what a Hey, you're making fuel everywhere. If Iron Man patched his suit up with a piece of gum... People would be pissed. Right. But the Rocketeer gets pissed. The Rocketeer is an impoverished, non-weaponized Iron Man. Okay. Uh-huh. And? The master. So if you're going to hold Iron Man to the same standards... I'm Well... I'll consider I'm, more I'm, Falcon. You're talking about year 2000 technology versus 1938 technology. That's like true. That you, is 70 goddamn years. <laughs> <laughs> 70, years. 70 years. The gum works in 38. It wouldn't work today. And gum was way we better back that. then. Everything was better back then. <laughs> If you ordered a piece of pie, you actually got a goddamn piece of pie. So that's what you didn't get a picture of pie <laughs> with with a flavor packet you spread in your mouth. Oh god, this isn't gonna age. Well. That's come from the future where we no longer have pie. <laughs> yeah, it's hell. This is why I'm here. Pie takes a beating in this movie, man. Was it Millie's pies? Was her name Millie? Millie, yep. Yes. Although her diner, that's that. It's got to be a place that people come to just to take pictures at. And then they're like, well, we're here, we'll eat. Because it's a fucking dog. Then you walk into its legs and it's like, oh, there's a diner, which looks way bigger on the inside than it should be, I think. There's also a hideout slash pantry where all the food is. Yeah, a pantry in the, in the attic. attic. Yeah. <laughs> she had a picture of FDR walking to the place. That's yeah. why everybody was like, oh, we got to see that. Yeah. <laughs> FDR, he's my hero. As well he should be. He's the American badass. He is the American icon. Right after Teddy. No, Teddy. Teddy's the American icon. (laughs) You can get it. Same family. He rode a goddamn moose. Same family. He got shot before his speech and still did his speech. He kind of had a bulletproof vest on. I mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna do that, Andrew Jackson got shot in a duel and then beat the other guy to death with his cane. And I hate Andrew Jackson. (laughs) Yeah, he's terrible. I mean, it doesn't affect me. One way or the other. Are you sure? You weren't there. Positive. Why'd you interject? Hmm? Just shut up and sit there then. <laughs> Aaron Burr, am I right? <laughs> Fucking Aaron Burr. I think we're rating this, Joe. I think so. I mean, I have a great... Oh, great. Talk about. Oh, it's, oh, not even, it's not even important to the movie. No, it's it just, is. When they're testing out the jetpack... Yeah. And they rig the ignition to the little toggle... First of all, how the fuck did they do that? Second of all, why can't they shut it off the same way? Yeah, no, I don't. I thought that, that too. Why can't they shut it <laughs> off? Because PB is Doc in 1938. <laughs> That's 100%. why he doesn't. He doesn't understand it yet. Yeah. I didn't under. I didn't get how they had that statue made of wood. What like they were down. I thought it was made of the base was made of wood. Oh, was Definitely. it? I thought it was made of stone or well, the, metal. You, you hear them sawing wood. You do. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, that thing was made of wood? Damn, California's weird. I just totally Damn, assumed that they were, like, sawing through a piece of rebar. And they just didn't know, like, they didn't know how to make that sound for movies so that they just... Mm. They just, they just they used the wood sawings. <laughs> but then the head, when the head was cracked, it looked like wood, too. So You're gonna need a helmet! And then he makes the awesome helmet. He makes the Iron Man mask. Basically. Back from the day. I put a fin on it to use as a rudder. That's a great idea. I was like, oh, I'll call this the Mark One. (laughs) How come we didn't name Howard Hughes as an actor that went on to do things? He was like the star of Lost. What's the name of the actor? Terry O'Quinn. Terry O'Quinn. Yeah. He was a star of Lost. I didn't watch Lost. I didn't watch it. Was he he Locke? Yeah. Okay, that's that's what I thought. Imagine you would have picked it up if anyone. Successful movie careers. Lost is a TV show. 
was wow. a good TV show. <laughs> Sequels got so well, much people liked angst. It up until the end of I'm saving it. Anger. I'm saving it, buddy. There's a movie that there's a movie that is in it. I can't remember. I think Ed Norton's in it. Ooh, The Incredible Hulk. We no, did that one. Death to Smoochie. Definitely not that. Ooh, one. Death to Smoochie. I love that movie. Fight Club. Wow, it's in Primal Fear. That's where Primal Fear. Who's he Fight Club is the worst. Say that again. Fight Club is the worst. Wow, get the fuck out. All right, so then. Does anyone else know anything? Uh, or I'm trying we... to think of like a gripe I have. I'm usually just defending. I play goalie. You let so many things by you. That's I why do. we're doing Howard the Duck. <laughs> Spoilers, guys, for next week. Sit yes. I guess that means we're rating it. Yes, then? sir. Yeah. Unless someone jumps in. All right. So here at Zero's Talking Heroes, we rate each movie that we review, but we don't use stars or thumbs or percentage points. We use numbers of infinity stones. Each of us will rank the mo- rate the movie based on how good we thought it was, with one stone being the lowest and six stones being the highest. And if you rate a movie six stones, you have the option to include the Infinity Gauntlet at your own discretion for a really good movie, or a fantastic movie, whatever you want to qualify it as. So without further ado, let's rate The Rocketeer. I'm going to go to Frank because he's dancing. Uh... I'm glad you came to me. Um, <laughs> me too. I wasn't sure about this. I wanted to be in a specific area, um, but I think going around the table tonight, it's um, safe to say that I'm going to give this four stones. Um, it's a good movie. I would would have loved to see it as a kid. There's some lulls in the movie, but it's not enough for me to hate it. Um, and I think it's a fair score. And that's it. Sequel? Another three and a half. It's very solid. It's a solid movie. Saw it when I was a youngster. Remember some aspects about it. I can't quite give it a four. I think there are better movies out there that I've given a four before. So I'm three and a half. A little bit better than average. Is it? Well, I mean, tech, if, if, technically three and a half would be square average. Oh, yeah, I guess. 3.75. <laughs> 3.6. <laughs> so a little bit of infinity stone dust. Sprinkle. I consider three my average. Gotcha. Fair enough. All right, Corey, what do you think? Despite how much shit I talked about this movie for the entire time that we Five stones. <laughs> this movie is six stones. You know what, Corey? I don't fucking get anything you say anymore. No, despite despite how much I, I talked shit on this movie, it's just because the things that, that jumped out at me were grapes. It still holds a special place in my heart because I loved it as a kid. The things that are good about it, visually, stuff like that, they're still good. But I'm actually going to go a little bit lower in the sequel. I think it gets three stones. Matt, you, you ready over there? Oh, hell yeah. I'm right. ready, girl. I am rating this movie four stones because I watched it as a kid. I enjoyed it. It gives me feels. It gave me feels even today when I finished watching it. You know, at the end, he gets the plane and he rips the thing off pilot. And I'm like, oh, that was so nice. Howard Hughes is a nice, rich guy. And it was, it's cool. You know, it's that whole, like, old school, like, American vibe and, Crazy technology and pulp fantasy. It's fun. Four stones. I'm going to hit the same ceiling as everyone else and give it four stones. I really enjoyed this movie. I would absolutely watch it again. It's a really Disney movie. Yes. 100% is a Disney movie, although I appreciate the fact that um, the female lead isn't a helpless damsel in distress. She's actually kind of cunning and clever. Which really helped. Was I was surprised to see in a Disney movie, because I figured that would be straightforward. Woman gets in trouble, man saves woman, 
wrap that up. But no, it was fun to watch. She does and, her shit. Yeah, she does. Right, okay, she and Timothy Dalton is a fantastic villain. <laughs> and so are the Nazis, am I right? <laughs> and Howard Hughes, he's a villain, right? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> the real MVP is Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> he is. I mean, he has the highest body count. He's the only guy with uh, semi-automatic pistols in the movie. <laughs> also, all the cops had Tommy guns. That's a weird thing that yeah. I saw. There was a lot of Tommy guns in this movie. Although, it was very true to the time. Everyone used Tommy guns, although they sucked. <laughs> Tommy guns were horrible weapons. Yeah, they're not good. It was 38. They didn't figure shooting. it out yeah. yet. They were good for shooting at the hip. That's basically it. They had horrible range, and they jammed a lot. Yeah, they did. Cause they got Especially hot. with the drum mag. The drum mag. The drum mag was the worst. Because they got super hot. Because you could shoot so many of them. That's going to do it for our discussion of The Rocketeer. Here's the part of the show where we recommend what you should do in between finishing this episode and listening to our next one when it comes out. Sequel. Recommend us something. Why not learn more about Howard Hughes? Watch The Aviator starring Leonardo DiCaprio. Very good movie. movie. That was a good movie. Yeah. It's well acted. Howard Hughes is a crazy, crazy guy. Was. Is. Was. In my heart. Right. (laughs) He lives forever. (laughs) He lives forever. And he's a crazy man. I almost watched that. Because because of this movie, like last night I was on HBO Go and it was there, and I was like, oh, maybe I'll watch that. And I was you like, never you know saw what? That? No. Oh, it's a fantastic I was like, oh, movie. Maybe I'll watch something else. So Star something Wars else. Rebels. <laughs> no, because I don't have a PlayStation. Fuck! Now I need new recommendations, right? <laughs> you did that last week. Now think on your toes, because you're up Shit. next. Shit! <laughs> are you serious? No. No. Okay. You are up next, though. Oh, I am. <laughs> I didn't. Ding, ding. I didn't get the bump. Um, I'm gonna recommend that uh, you take a trip to a aquarium Ooh. and look at the fish, watch them swim. How calming it is. Have you gone to one recently? No. Oh. <laughs> can you swim with the fish? Some aquariums you can. The big hey. question is: Do we have to just look at the fish, or can I go and play with the penguins for a bit? You can play with the penguins. All right, oh, they have penguins. A lot of aquariums do have penguins. The one in Canada does. Oh, oh, there it is. Camden's got penguins. You're welcome. Camden. When we do our reunion tour, we're stopping at that aquarium. <laughs> okay. Yep. Well, our reunion tour is just going to Camden to meet all the fans. <laughs> hey guys. So anyway, we'll check it. We'll be at the Camden Aquarium uh, December twelfth, twenty sixteen. Meet us there. I was gonna say like twenty twenty six. We plan it. No, no, I'm being like really rambunctious here. Don't go on that day. We won't breaking up after the next episode. So. <laughs> Promise. <laughs> you ain't lying, girl. Frank, I'm recommend gonna, I'm going to recommend you guys play a game called Rocket League. It's really fun. It's You drive cars around, then you put a soccer ball into a net. You have a team of three, and it's fun. You get power-ups. It's kind of like Mario Kart Battle mode, but it's not really... Not like... So it's Mario Kart meets the Rocketeer? Yes. Awesome. You could drive the um, the Back to the Future car, in, which is pretty cool. The DeLorean. Question. When that guy came out, when that game came out, was it only one-on-one? No. Did I make that up? I'm pretty yeah. sure you did. The, the bourbon made that up for you. No, when we, the first time we ever saw anybody play it, we were at DOB's house. And it was one-on-one. And he was playing one-on-one. That's hard. Okay. Yeah. It was hard. Duel is hard. Okay. I'm just making sure I'm not crazy, because I'm like, I thought 3-on-3 three three was like a new thing, but... I'm pretty good at it, but I wouldn't do one-on-one. I feel like that would be too chaotic. Corey. I am going to recommend that you go back and watch what is, in my opinion, Jennifer Connelly's best role, The Labyrinth. Ooh. Go back and watch The Labyrinth. I fucking love that movie. She's great in it. 
David Bowie, rest his soul, rest his is soul. in it. Rest his cod piece. That too. That was out a lot. <laughs> wow, I, I'm pretty sure that was just nasty from sequel. <laughs> That's what that, he's known for in that movie, big time. I thought it was something else that I'm not going to spoil in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's good, though, it's so good. go back it's and solid. watch it. You know, that or if you're really trying to, like, dig yourself into, like, a uh, a movie marathon, um, binge that with The Dark Crystal. Another oh, great, God, Dark Crystal's awesome. Both, like, really based off, like, Jim Henson, like, animatronics. It's phenomenal movies. M- more Dark Crystal than, yeah. than, because Dark Crystal's straight up just Muppets. Yeah. I'm going to recommend that you go on to Metacritic and give the other remaining... Ranking for the Rocketeer because Sequel's going to be giving me up the other one. Damn right now, and I can have a user score, and then we can go back and refilm this episode. I, I love it. I'd love to watch this episode not on YouTube. Watch this movie not on YouTube. Yes. Yes. <laughs> sure. And that's going to do it for us here. Before we get out of here, I'd like to let you know how you can get into contact with us. Let us know what you thought of the Rocketeer, our Rocketeer episode. What episode should we do in the future? How about one of our past episodes? Let us know about things. Maybe send us your theories. One of the ways you can do that is you can send us an email to zthpodcast at gmail.com. If you can fit it into 140 characters, shoot us a tweet at zthpodcast. Or you can take a picture of it and send it to us on Instagram at zthpodcast. Or look for us on Facebook, searching Zero's Talking Heroes in the search bar. Or facebook.com backslash zthpodcast. And last but not least, find us on iTunes. And please, for the love of God, give us a five-star rating. And if you want to leave a review with that five-star rating, we'll read it on the air. Yes, please. Please. Or find us on Stitcher. Yes, find us on Stitcher. It's like a Pandora for podcasts. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. That might be their slogan. (laughs) It's not, but it's someone's slogan. (laughs) But if you like us and favorite us there, the algorithm will help others find us. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. That's true. Computers are real. Ugh. I wish it was 1938. (laughs) I don't. This would be a lot quieter. (laughs) So thanks for joining us. Next time we're going to be doing Howard the Duck. God help us all. (laughs) Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking (laughs) Stokes! You guys are welcome. (laughs) Thanks as always for listening. We'll see you next time. So long, everybody. Pieces in the Middle East.